Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. This is Manuel James Delgado, and you're listening to The Manny Show here on Shea Radio 101,7 here on the Faroe Islands. But I know there's a few people listening abroad, so also welcome to the show. So glad that you want to join us. We've been having The Manny Show for quite a few years now. Very thankful that I get this platform to... You know, share the good news of Jesus and what he's done in my life, what he can do in your life. And we do this through, you know, great music, testimonies, digging into the word of God. So um, main focus is to help you, uh, encourage, equip and comfort you in the season that you are in. So hopefully you get that here (laughs) on The Manny Show. Uh, Today, you just have me in the show, the rest of my PACE team that usually joins me this whole year and and last year are out doing different things. So, and we're going to talk about some transitions going on, some new chapters with the Manny show and PACE here on the radio. So uh, get ready. And we're also going to go through Psalms 23, that chapter that's prayer has been on my life or on my thoughts and in my heart for a while. So um, yeah, we'll jump into that right after we listen to Forrest Frank singing, Lord, I lift my hands. Here you go. Enjoy. This is my for making me hey, brand new. Hey, Lord, I can feel your presence, putting all your peace in The same thing, all you gotta do is just say, Lord, I lift my hands, I give all the praise to you. Yeah, yeah, everything I am, everything I am, you gave me the strength to do. Yeah, Lord, I lift my hands, Lord, I lift my hands, I give all the praise to you. This is my response for making me brand new. I can't help it, I'm just being real I just walk up to the mic and tell y'all how I feel Y'all think I'm religious, I'm just trying to eat a meal But I don't live on bread alone, you hear it in my zeal Down bad, but you got me better G-O-D, that's the best three letters When you got me moving, I'ma need Rosetta Keep your head up And Lord, I lift my hands I give all the praise to you strength to do Lord I lift my hands I give all the praise to you this is my response oh, oh, oh. this is my response oh, oh, oh. 
my hands by Forrest Frank. Love that jam. Love that guy. My wife and I used to listen to this band called Surface. This group, two guys, and they just had a really cool vibe to them. Their lyrics were like uplifting. My wife was like, I know there's more to these people, to these guys. And she did some research, found out that Forrest Frank is a man on fire for the Lord and he uses his talent and does a lot of worship. And as you can see right there, that song just lift my hands to the Lord of Lords. All right, people. If you're just joining, this is the Manny Show here on Shea Radio. You got yours truly, Manuel James Delgado, all the way from SoCal in the U.S. of A., living here on the Faroe Islands, <laughs> and just enjoying life. I love serving the Lord. I love my family, and I love our local church. In fact, our radio show, uh, where, we, where we air, if I look out the window exactly across the street, and I could throw a rock, which I would never do, at our church, City Church. It's in a great location. We're downtown here in Torshown. And uh, it's a cool country. You should come out here sometime, feel the vibe of the country, but also see what God is doing in this area of the world. It's amazing stuff. So usually I have my, my team, my pace team. Uh, with me on the radio, but like I said earlier, they're out doing stuff, so you got just me here in the studio. I'm going to give some uh, announcements and play some music, uh, answer any questions from you. So if you want to contact me, you have any questions, you and you're local, like here on the Faroe Islands, you can text us um, at 577777. Again, that number is five and then five sevens after. Five seven 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 seven. You got a song request, prayer requests, comments on our news or on the devotion we're gonna have on Psalms twenty three. Hit me up. Otherwise, you can write me if we're friends on social media, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. You know how to get a hold of me. So cool beans. All right, you guys, check this out. So it is twenty twenty four. What is your New Year's? resolution. You don't believe in resolutions because you never follow through with them? All good. What are you hoping for in 2024? What do you want to see happen in and around you? Whether you're a believer or not, you're just supporting me by listening to the radio. What do you hope for in 2024? I'm hoping my Heavenly Father will do some awesome things in me and around me. I believe that this year is... I don't, I, you know, I don't want to be cliche, man, but I really think there's a lot that's going to happen this year in a good way that's going to have some eternal value. You know, I live my life like that because I wasted my life for so many years not living like that, just caring about me and 
being um, controlled by my addictions and 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 other things and you know it, it's still a fighting battle for me but i have the victory in jesus christ and so do you and so and since i surrendered my life <laughs> you know it's really weird you figure when you surrender it's because you lost um, but i surrendered uh, because i won in jesus because i have the victory in him and so can you so it's it, and i believe this year is going to be one of those years where we see a lot of victory a lot of ground taken back, you know, metaphorically, but maybe even physically. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be some good stuff going on. And uh, for you out there new to uh, this show or you want to know more about what my wife and I are doing here on the Fairlands ministry-wise, we, we serve in our local church, city church, and we're doing a lot of really cool things uh, in the city, but also in the country with them. And it's a great privilege. Uh, last week, we were part of this uh, uh, youth youth uh, outreach that uh, our church with some others started called ECHO. And we spell it E-K-K-O, but it has the same meaning in English, ECHO. And we wanted to echo the sounds of heaven. <laughs> Come on, echo the sounds of heaven. Here on the Faroe Islands. So what they do, this is the second year doing it. Um, uh, during the autumn season, there's a holiday here. And they go during that holiday every day to a different island and set up a at a venue to have like this epic worship service with a powerful gospel message to reach people that would not normally be in church. And of course, we have a lot of church youth coming, but they're bringing their friends because they're so proud of this Um venue this event that goes on and um yeah it was it was huge uh, a few hundred gave their lives to jesus and hopefully got planted in local churches around their area uh, one of the areas that that we had it um, we had it at this like type of boarding school on this island but in the in the autumn season um back then like it's so long ago you had to get to this island via a ferry and during the autumn season, and even now, the weather is so up and down. So it's tough to take this ferry. It's a 30-minute ferry ride, you know, and um, you're bound by the times that the ferry go. And the weather could be horrible. You can get off the ferry with such motion sickness that it takes you a while to recuperate. So it's really difficult to get people out there for, you know, a couple-hour event. Um, so it was a really good event, but... Compared to all the other places that had, you know, a few hundred people, this one had, you know, under 50. And it was still great and a great response. So no regrets whatsoever. But now there's a tunnel that goes from the main island where the capital is to this island. So it's much easier to get back and forth. So we did like a, they did like this pop-up event of Echo there again at the boarding school. And people just, you know, prayed and believed for a good outcome and over 200 youth, around 250 youth showed up and close to 30, 40 gave their lives to Jesus at this event. It was powerful. And the message, oh my goodness, this message by a Faroese guy that's the leader of Open Doors was just powerful. He shared, I, I have to do this, I'm so sorry. Uh, Roa, his name is, he shared about the message of, you know, King David and his relationship that he had, you know, with Jonathan. They were like brothers. And if you know the story about David and how he became king and how King Saul was killed with his son in battle, and, you know, David was just heartbroken losing his best friend, his brother. 
um, his spiritual brother. And uh, just later on in his journey as being the king, he, you know, was reminded of his relationship with Jonathan. So he asked, you know, some of his loyal subjects like, hey, is there anyone, absolutely, even one left of the family uh, of Jonathan? And, um, and one of his subjects said, well, you know, actually there is, there is one, um, but he's in hiding because, you know, uh, all of his family got killed and he was scared for his life. And in fact, when he was ex- escaping, you know, the, uh, the, you know, the kingdom, um, his, his mother or somebody dropped him as a baby and the, the drop was so hard that he, he became paralyzed. So he can't walk. He's, he's lame from the waist down. And David goes, well, where is he? I, you know, I want to find him and I, I, want, I want to bless him. I want to give him status once again. And, and it was, it's just an amazing story. And this, you know, this son of Jonathan comes in front of David thinking, oh no, this is it. This is the end of me. They found me. And David you know, put, says, you know, I want to bless you and your family. You and your family, you were servants, probably slaves serving people. But now those people that you were serving are going to serve you. You were in hiding, but now you're going to be in the, out, in the open. You know, you sat at your table in hiding. And now you're going to sit at the king's table for the rest of your life next to me. How powerful is that? And so he used this story as an example as, you know, a lot of us, we... We were born into situations that weren't our fault. You know, whatever the handicap was, whatever the you know, privileges that were taken away from us, whatever your situation, maybe you did cause the situation that you're in. It does not matter because the King of Kings has a place for you at his table. He wants to take you out of the situation that you are where you feel you're not worthy, where you feel you have to hide because of shameful lifestyle or whatever it is. The King of Kings, your Heavenly Father, your Creator is saying, hey, my grace is sufficient for you. And it not only, you know, uh, uh, allows you to be in my presence and forgiveness of your sins, but it also empowers you because when you're in my presence you become empowered you get to sit at the table you get to find my favor and you get to be in my presence that transforms and so he shared that story and that comparison and it really hit a lot of people it was powerful so these are some of the things that we're doing here on the Faroe Islands and um, and we get to do this with you know our team Pace joins and helps out and we get to do a bunch of other stuff, and it is a lot of fun. And um, so, so this new year, we're hoping for more impact like that here in the Fair Islands or wherever we go. And, and you know, I pray that you also um, get to experience that same impact, that same power um, and transformation presence that God brings because He's so faithful. Amen. So we're going to play another song. When we get back, I have some announcements of what's going to happen with the radio show and with Pace and other things that we are doing. So here is Famous Four by Torn Willems and Jen Johnson.
Famous for. What are you famous for? Amen. All right. Cool people out there. Manuel James Delgado here with the Manny Show. 
just been sharing about some awesome things that God is doing here on the Faroe Islands and what, you know, we're hoping for for 2024. As always, you can respond and let us know what you are hoping for, whether it's a New Year's resolution or what you're just hoping to happen in your life in and around you. If you're if you're local here on the Faroe Islands, you can text message us at 577777. Let us know what you're thinking. Got a prayer request. You want us to play a song for you? Go for it. Otherwise, you can reach us on social media. Um, you know where to find me. Uh, hit me up. Send me a message. And we'll go from there. Cool. Come, some quick announcements before we jump into the word. Um, so we, like I said, San and I, we work for this mission organization called The Pace Movement. And uh, they've been doing a little bit of rebranding and we're joining in on that. Um, so, so the website, like for example, was called pacemovement.com. And now it's called pace.life. That's it, pace.life, P-A-I-S dot life. And pace, if you don't know what it means, it's actually a Greek word that means child servant of God. And that's exactly what we are. We're part of God's kingdom. We're his children and we're here to serve his vision. You know, there's this, um, there's this like value um, thing that we try and live by and do everything that we're doing with. And there's two versions of how you do things. There's the, the you know, the Christian centric way, Christian centric. And that's where you, you know, you pursue your vision, which you want to do in life, you know, what you're passionate for. You pursue your vision, God's way, so that you get what you want. You pursue your vision God's way so that you get what you want. And then there's the next level way of doing things. And it's called the kingdom-centric way. The kingdom-centric way. And this is where you pursue God's kingdom, God's vision, His way, so that He gets what He wants. And you're like, oh, that's so selfish of God. You know, He just wants us to do what He wants. <laughs> He's so perfect and so good that what He wants is for us to live life and life to the fullest. What he wants is us to take hold of every spiritual blessing. What he wants is us to enjoy his perfection, his good, pleasing, and perfect will for our lives. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you. So when we seek his kingdom and live in a right life with him, turned towards him, Everything that we desire becomes aligned with what He has actually originally desired for us. And that life <clears throat> has eternal value. It transforms not only our way of living and thinking, but those around us. It is amazing. So, so, um, so yeah, these are some of the <clears throat> new things that we're trying to just like, you know, enforce in what we do here with PACE and um, PACE.life, the PACE movement. It's not only changed their, their website, but we're also, you know, branding in different ways. And um, I'm going to be starting a, a global podcast for uh, the PACE movement where we interview uh, the founder and go through a teaching that he has on this whole kingdom-centric um, series. But we're also going to be, you know, getting a hold and interviewing the national leaders of PACE in the different countries where it's located. For example, we got PACE in Australia, in Germany, in, in the UK, 
Brazil, U.S., uh, different countries in Africa, India, Pakistan, so and 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 other countries are are coming on board as well. So we're going to be interviewing people from those countries to see what it's like uh, to to live life on mission. So that's going to be our series for this next year. Actually, is life on mission, and. Um, and that's what I'm going to be focusing on when I interview these people. And that's actually going to be <clears throat> another podcast. And, and we'll air that on the radio here at a different time. And uh, I'll let you know when that's going to happen. But for this show, we are actually going to transition from it just being the Manny Show, which it's been that way for many years. I'm not going away anywhere, but I'm actually going to hand over the baton, you know, like in a relay race. You've been running the race and it's time to pass it on to the next runner so that they can run the lap. And I'm going to be passing it on to the PACE team here. They've been doing such a great job hosting it with and without me. Um, I've, uh, they've been taking care of the themes that we've been talking about, preparing the questions, discussion time, and it's, it's been powerful. They're doing such an amazing job. And I want them to continue, but we're going to change it a little bit. We're going to talk about more of the resources and uh, that PACE offers the things that the, the resources that we use to reach uh, the young people, whether it's in schools or in the local churches <clears throat> or through different type of outreaches. We're going to like, you know, talk about those resources and how we can use them in our everyday life. And all of these resources have a biblical foundation and it's like template wise. So you can adapt these resources that we talk about how we're using them in our, in our everyday lives and reaching other people, you can use them where you're at. It's amazing, right? And they're also just going to share, you know, personal experiences about what it's like to be life on mission here on the Fair Islands with Pace. So that's going to be the next chapter of the Manny Show. We're going to change the name even. We're going to call this show Pace Life on Mission for this next year. Um, so same time. It'll just be a little bit of a different flavor, and you'll be hearing more of the team. Um, I'll be doing other things. I'll join them when I can, but you'll definitely be hearing me interviewing different people that are on pace around the world, and it's going to be amazing. So looking forward to that. Also, I have a few things that I've been working on personally that I will announce later. Uh, I just finished uh, the draft of, um, uh, of a little book. Not like, you know, like a really thick novel book, but another book uh, about my journey out of addiction and what helped me get out of that lifestyle. So a few years back, I got interviewed by a secular podcast channel in the States. They asked me to come on and share about my life, and then they had some questions for me. And uh, I was talking to a local here who's dealing with addictions, and uh, I was just reminded of this this podcast and what I shared, I was listening to it and I said, you know what, take a listen to this and maybe this will help you because I share about the tools that helped me. And then when I, when I listened to it again, I was like, whoa, Holy Spirit, you really gave me some awesome wisdom uh, to, to not only the way that I shared my story, but the way that I answered these questions that they're asking me because they believe in a higher power, but they don't believe in Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. So we were just, you know, doing a comparison, and I was sharing why I think it's important to have Jesus, the Jesus factor in, in all that you do. And we were celebrating and uh, each other and our ways of, 
you know, staying out of our old addictive lifestyles. It was, it was powerful, but I was just thinking, I would not have known how to answer that question now. You know, at least I don't think so. But the way that I answered, I was like, whoa, that was like total Holy Spirit. So what I did, you know, over the Christmas break was like, I, I got the transcripts for this podcast and I turned it into book form. And so, um, and then I tailored it and did some different stuff to it. So it's in draft mode. I'm having some people read it and we'll make some tweaks. And then I will post the digital, which will be free for everyone. But if you want the physical uh, version of, of this book about my journey, um, I'm going to do like some sort of crowdsource fund and if I get enough money to, to print 100 books, then I'll go ahead and do it, and I'll send it to you all. So if you want to help support that, cool. But otherwise, don't stress. The digital version will be available for everybody within the next month. It's not like a detailed, detailed of my, of my life story. That would, that would be a novel right there. But I believe it's key moments in my life um, that hopefully will encourage those reading. Amen. So stay tuned to hear more about that. So Life on Mission, Pace, that's going to be the new radio show. We're also going to do a global version of it, which you'll hear more about. And I got a book coming out here soon, free to download and read about my journey out of addiction. Amen. All right, cool beans. I'm going to play one more song. And when I come back, we're going to spend the rest of the time in Psalms 23. So here you go by Jeremy Riddle. Home. Ah, a distant shore awaiting me home, a city that you'll build.
Jeremy Riddle. Hallelujah. All right, so if you got your Bibles or any way to read the Bible, we're going to read Psalms 23. And um, this, this passage has been, I don't know, it's been on my heart for a few months now. And um, in Teen Challenge, this organization that I went into when I wanted to get away from my addictive lifestyle and find my new foundation, my, my identity and, and the Jesus that created me. They, uh, one of the tools that they gave us was scripture memorization and meditation. So we memorized quite a lot of scriptures in, in this Bible school. And it was one of the best gifts I can ever get. And so every now and then uh, a passage or something will really speak to me. And so I want to memorize it so that way I can meditate on it in different times of the day or wherever I'm at. And so Psalms 23 is one of those that I decided to, to memorize and so that I can meditate it on my morning devotions or wherever I'm walking around, whatever. And so a few days out of the week, I'm able to just walk from, uh, from my house to, to work. And I get to walk through this this park with just some really beautiful trees and a stream. And it's, it's really just um, rejuvenating for me. And so as I'm walking down, you know, I, I start off my prayer with this, with this passage. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to, I'm just going to speak out this prayer, Psalms 23, and tell you my thoughts on it and read some application to it. Amen. And you are welcome most welcome to write your thoughts on how it's speaking to you. What is God saying to you through this passage? So here we go, Heavenly Father, and let your, your word that's living and active just sink into our hearts right now. Transform our hearts, because out of the heart the, the mind thinketh. So we want our thoughts oh, to be influenced by a heart a heart that beats at the same temple as yours, a heart that beats and is passionate for the same things that you are. So speak to us through your word right now. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil because you are with me. Your rod and staff, they, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
Hallelujah. So when when I <laughs> when I say that passage, it just opens up a door of so much more to to proclaim and pray for and take hold of. But what I think is so important for us to remember is to like just, you know, slow your row. Slow down in what you're doing. You can get so busy so quick through the days, through the through the everyday. And what this first part does for me, the Lord is my shepherd. You know, he guides me, takes care of me, he leads me. That's my first thought. Okay, okay. So my Jesus, he's my shepherd. And he's leading me. And I can trust that he'll lead me down the right, you know, down the right path. But before he even does that, <laughs> he makes me. He doesn't ask me. If I allow him to, you know, to, to have full, full influence on my life, then he makes me lie down in green pastures. And then he leads me beside quiet waters. I don't know about you, but when I hear water, whether it's the crashing of the waves, the falling of a waterfall, or the rolling of a stream, <laughs> wow, it just relaxes. It restores me, like it says. It restores, He restores my soul. And I just take a few deep breaths, hold it in, and I breathe out. I breathe out His Spirit that is in me. And I say, okay, I'm ready. Ready for whatever you got. And then it says he guides me along the right path. Because so many times we want to go left, right, we want to, you know, go in our own direction. And there's our guide. He's our guide. He's been down this path many times. He knows it so well. So he guides us on the right path because he knows which one is the right one. And he actually does this for his name's sake, because all through his word, you know, it talks about what his name means, how powerful it is. And some areas it says that he is just faithful. It's who it is. It's who he is. It doesn't say he, you know, it does say he loves, but it also says that he is love. You know, so he does this for his name's sake. He guides us along the right path. And what I love about this is that the very next part after this, he guides us along the right path. And then it says, And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for you are with me. Sometimes we think, oh, we're in a valley. We, we, we've made a wrong turn. We shouldn't be here. This is all wrong. This doesn't feel right. I mean, if you are allowing God to guide you, sometimes that path takes us through areas where we need to, you know, learn something realize something that was hidden away or maybe there's somebody in that valley that needs us you know the story of jesus and his three disciples when they went on top of the hill it's called the the transfiguration story and jesus he's transformed into his heavenly body and uh and then moses and elijah they show up there and they're talking. And Peter's like, hey, we need to make three tents. Let's just camp out here in this, <laughs> in this amazing presence, this amazing situation. 
And then the cloud comes and covers them. And God says, this is, this is my son whom I love. And instantly everything just disappears. What happens next? They go back down to the valley, straight to the valley. And someone comes up with, with their son who's demon possessed. Comes crying up, help. Your disciples tried to, you know, cast this demon out. It didn't work. Jesus, help. Disciples were right with them during all of this. And they learned so much from that situation. Maybe God has you in a valley. Stop thinking about yourself and say, okay, what do you want me to learn here? Who do you want me to help? Because even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of the death, you shall fear no evil because God is with you. His rod and his staff, they comfort you. Because you know, not only does he use that rod and staff maybe to bring discipline to you, maybe to keep you in check on the path, but it is also to protect you from the wolf, from the enemies out there that are trying to sneak in. He uses that to also knock them silly and say, hey, get away from my flock. Get away from my sheep. Get away from my kids mine and I will protect him at all cost. That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. And not only does he protect you, not only does he guide you, he says, hey, I have a special plan for you, a specific purpose for you, and I'm going to anoint you with the oil. Mm-hmm that gives you the mandate to do what I've created you to do. Just like in the Old Testament, where they would anoint, you know, the king, like they did with David. Okay, you're king, you must be anointed. He has a special purpose, specifically for you, specifically for me. And he's saying, I have anointed you to do it. I have chosen you. You are the chosen one for this specific purpose. And then directly after he says, my cup overflows. For me, that's not only that he's giving you everything that you need in general, but he's giving you everything you need for that specific purpose that he has for you. He'll give you everything you need to accomplish it and to accomplish it well. (laughs) That's so awesome. Amen? He prepares a table for you in the presence of your enemies. He's got you. He's got your back. Just like that story I shared earlier about that message that that Roa gave at the Echo thing, you know? David, he wanted to find Jonathan's family so that he could bring them to the table. And it even talks about in that story that the people that that Jonathan's family was serving because they were in hiding and they just were considered peasants. And David turned the tables and he says, no, you're sitting at my table. And those that you served that looked down on you, now they serve you. Now they're your servants because I got you. You're sitting at my table now. And that's what God is doing. He's saying, don't worry about your enemies. 
tables will turn because I'm preparing your table for you to sit with me. And I'm doing it in the presence of your enemies because they will see our relationship. They will see the favor and the blessings that come from us and our relationship. And you know what? It might even turn their hearts towards God because they see the favor that you have, that you're sitting at the table, the King of Kings, and they'll say, wow, I think I want that too. Like I said, when God does something in you and, and for you, it, it's also done through you and around you. And finally, because you see that he restores your soul, because you experience him guiding you, because you stand on a firm foundation that he's always with you, no matter what the circumstances, because you are drenched in his favor, you will proclaim that surely his goodness and love shall follow you all the days of your life. And you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Heavenly Father, I just ask you right now to let this word just sink in, <clears throat> sink in where it needs to. Help us to let your word transform us so that we no longer conform to the patterns of this world, but are transformed by the renewing of our minds so that we can test and approve your good, pleasing, and perfect will for our lives. We love you so much. Thank you that you are always with us. <laughs> We're so in awe of you. We're so grateful for you. We love you so much. Thank you for loving us. Amen. All right, I'm going to play another song. And uh, when I come back, we'll wrap it up. This is the Revelation song. Revelation song by Carrie Job.
song by Carrie Job. Okay, everybody. This is the end of the the show for today. You will hopefully want to join us next week. We'll be same time every Thursday, 3:30 to 4:30 uh, GMT London time. Hope you were blessed by this message and all the updates of the transitions that we're going to be doing with the radio show, Life on Mission. Uh, with the local team here on the Faroe Islands, but also interviews and and uh, testimonies of the other teams worldwide and what they're doing. It's going to be really inspirational. And hey, just remember that you don't need to go somewhere to be on missions. You can live a life of mission right where you're at. And hopefully the tools that we share, that we use here, you can use in your everyday life where you're at and, you know, Live a life on mission. <laughs> cool beans. All right, you all be blessed. Uh, as always, if you need to talk more, you need prayer, hit me up and um, we can meet. And even if you live abroad, we can have a video chat and pray together and chat together. Otherwise, have a good week. And um, here's the last song. And uh, yeah, talk to you later. Ciao for now. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing.
was in bed I've stood on this stage night after night Reminding the broken it'll be alright But right now, oh right now I just can't It's easy to sing when there's nothing to bring What will I say when I'm held to the flame like I am right now? I know you're able and I know you can Save through the fire with your mighty hand But even if you don't My hope is you alone They say it It is a way.